At $200, a Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, superpower. You're the king, I tell you! You're king! Only for Super NES. Listening to the SNES podcast with your host, Soul Blazer. Hello, everybody. This is Super NES Podcast, episode number 198. Uh, I am Greg, joined by always by Joe. Hello. And uh, we very much appreciate your patience. Uh, we are back from a longer than expected hiatus here. So um, let me just say that moving long distance sucks, and I'll just leave it at that. But <laughs> um, it took a it took a lot longer dissipated to get my stuff from the movers. So, but I finally, but I finally have moved from Providence, Rhode Island to Knoxville, Tennessee, and finally like, settled into my new place. Uh, and things are, and things are, the, and things, things are finally going well enough uh, to do to, to, like, to record this podcast. And I also want to thank uh, uh, Joe and my, and also my, uh, like, also my friend George for doing an episode of the podcast uh, ad lib uh, during my absence as well too to help to like to help cover things. So. Thank you again, guys, for doing that. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So, um, luckily, I already had, luckily I, I already had had other research done for this episode before I left uh, Rhode Island. And spoiler, this is a, spoiler. This is a fairly short game, so we like so like I didn't need too much time to play it again to refresh memory on things. So like we're good to go with this. Uh, we're covering this episode a, a game called Operation Logic Bomb. Uh, full title: Operation Logic Bomb: The Ultimate Search and Destroy. Uh, known in Japan as Ikari no Ayosai, which translates roughly, um, so translates roughly as the Fortress of Fury. So, once again, Japanese titles tend to say, to Japanese titles, <laughs> uh, tend to sound a lot cooler than their American counterparts. Right. But, um, this, uh, this is actually a game that I had never heard of until I happened to, uh, um, uh, find out on Switch, a Switch couple months ago. And I mean, I was just flipping through. Uh, the Switch Online uh, uh, Super NES Emulation Store one day, and I'm like, "What the?" Heck? I'm like, "What's this game? Never heard of it." So, um, played it for a few minutes, liked it enough to want to cover the podcast, so here we are. So, um, Joe, had you heard of this game either? No, I had never heard of this game at all. I was uh, baffled when you uh, mentioned it, and I was glad that you mentioned that it was on the Switch Online Store because, or online service, because I had never heard of this game. I didn't know where to start looking for this game. And then when you were like, oh, it's on the Switch Online, I was like, I got Switch Online. We're good. <laughs> yeah, you've had it for longer than I have. I'm surprised you didn't like see the game. Yeah, it's not, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, with the a Switch, like, I love the Switch. I love the portability of it and everything. But um, I, I am paying for a service that I don't use. Um, mm, so I yeah. paid to get all, you know, the, I paid for the expansion to get the N64 and Genesis games, but, yes. uh, I rarely pop in to play the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis or Nintendo 64 games, ironically. Mm. Um, it's mostly, you know, first party hardware and, uh, software and that's basically it, you know? I think there actually is a pretty good selection of games across all four services, though. I mean, like, I mean, like, you know, they're not. I mean, like, it's not a huge selection of games, but that. Um, but I think the games they have on here are like a pretty good mix. 
Uh, no, and, and I agree, and it's worth every penny. Um, yeah. But it's also one of those things where it's like, it's when I think of retro gaming, I'm either going to pop in my, my retro pie, you know, Raspberry Pi, or I already have it set up on my PC. So it's mm, like, yeah, yeah. If, I, if I think of retro gaming, I'm thinking like my PC or the retro pie. I'm not thinking my Switch, even though the yes, Switch yeah. is an option. Um, and I have like the Contra collection there, and I have like the Castlevania collection. I have yep, the, same. You know, the Capcom arcade collections and the beat 'em ups and the all that. Like collection. all that stuff. Yep, so, like I yep, specifically yep. bought on the Switch so that I can have all that stuff on the go. But it's like I stick to like Mario Kart Eight. I stick to Mario Odyssey. <laughs> you know, I stick like the to the AAA titles and whatnot that are in current games than the older stuff. Yes. So, but yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so um, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's where. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I was just looking through the games on the on the on the, uh, the, 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 the games that was available in there one day, and most of the games I recognized. There's a couple games I did I didn't, um, and this one and this one was the only Western released game I hadn't heard of. So uh, mm. as I caught my interest. Um, yeah, one last quick note about that. I do think. Um, I do think one area that the NES, uh, the, the NES emulation section uh, section section has an advantage in, and I wish the other, uh, so I wish the other services uh, offers it. There's a lot of NES games that have like uh, uh, um, 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 NES games on there that offer what's called like a second chapter, where it's like yeah. you know you actually like you know the game you can play the game in 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 like the second game mode or like you know later on in the game or have a hard mm-hmm. setting or whatnot. And it's like a pretty. I mean that's a pretty cool feature out of the box. So yeah, yeah. Um, I wish um, you know I, I, you know I wish the services uh, the services offered that. But um, but uh, anyway, so um, yeah, and like um, they are still trickling. They are still trickling games into the other services. It looks like when I saw, but I haven't seen any Super NES games at it for a while, unfortunately. So um, hopefully, you know, hopefully they will add more games later on in the future to that. But anyway, so yeah, so Operation Logic Ball, I'm probably. If you want to play the play the game, it probably it probably it probably is easier to get on the Switch because otherwise um, there is no other legal way to get the game these days. So um, so this game actually has a pretty interesting uh, interesting history that I didn't know about. Um, this actually is a sequel to it to two Game Boy games. Um, the first Game Boy game actually came out here in the West as an early Game Boy game called Fortified Zone. Uh, which came out to North America in September of '91. Um, I did not know this, but, the, but know this. But then, of course, soon as I, uh, uh, but then, of course, um, you know, I played Fortified Zone uh, during um, when I had a Game Boy, and as soon as I, and as soon as I saw the connection, I'm like, of course, it's obvious. But because it's like Fortified Zone does play a lot like Operation Logic Bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, um, had you ever heard of Fortified Zone or ever played it, uh, Joe? No, I had not, and I actually just learned about this con- connection um, literally like last night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, I I was going to sit down and play the game to kind of refresh myself before we recorded today. Right. Yep. Um, but I decided, ah, I'm just going to jump on YouTube and watch a couple gameplay videos. And one of the uh, videos was playing. And like I had went off and kind of made dinner, sort of thing. So I, like it kept running, and a review played right after it. And the guy who was reviewing it was talking about the history and mentioned Fortified on uh, the Game Boy. And I was like, oh, I was like okay. I was like, I'm gonna have to check that out. And I still have not checked that out, but uh, I am definitely gonna check out the Game Boy game for sure. You probably saw the. Uh 
Yeah, you probably saw the SNES Drunk review of the game, which is a very good one, actually. So, um, but but anyway, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It totally makes sense that the games are sequels because, like, you know, Four Life Zone does play a lot like Operation Logic Bomb. Operation Logic Bomb's a bit fancier of a game. It's a bit more polished. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Four Five Zone, I remember, is being, like, a decent game. It's not great by any means, but it doesn't, like, cool... Um, uh, but it's, like, just... Um, the game did do some like, cool things in a pretty, like, unique way, which, spoiler, this game kind of applies to this game as well, too. So, yeah. uh, and to make things even more confusing, uh, that game in Japan was also called the same game, um, you know, the same name as this game. I uh, like Akari no Ayosai, uh, um, you know, uh, but, but anyway, luckily, luckily for us in North America, we got different names to it. <laughs> um, there was also, there was, there was, there was also there was also a Japan only a Japan only Game Boy sequel, uh, Ikari no Yosai Two, which I've ever played, which uh, which I've which I've check out at some point as well too. So um, anyway, these games were made by a company called Jalco, which we've covered before in the past. Uh, Jalco was a yeah, I think Jalco was a hit or miss uh, publisher as far as games went. They had some really good games. They also had some very like crap games. So um, you know the. Um, um, you know the games. You know the games that they did very well. They did. I um, mean, they. You know, they, you know, they did have some like. Um, they did have some. They did have some very like very good franchises. Um, uh, like for sure. So. Yeah, for me, all I remembered them being responsible for was like the RBI baseball games. I think. Bases was, loaded. Or, yeah, bases they, loaded. Yeah. So. That's like, the best franchise. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. so it was one of those where I was like, oh yeah, I was like, I know that company, and then I was like, but what else have they done? <laughs> Quite yeah. a lot, actually. But yeah, you know, yeah, they actually put out like a ton of games. But you know, like they're probably, um, they're probably best known like for the NES games that they did. Would be mm-hmm. that they did because it's that they did because it's a very you know some very good NES games that they did. Um, you know, like City Connection. Um, but the uh, uh, Maniac Mansion they published, uh, which was actually like a uh, um, um, a um, Lucasfilm game. Yep. Stein Axe, which is a favorite of mine. I, you know, I've always loved that game. Uh, Pinball Quest, which is a very unique pinball game. Um, you know, um, you know, I always like like that game like a lot. Um, Shatter Hand, which is like a fun, uh, um, like a fun like a um, you know, action game. So, uh, on the um, you know, Super NES, like real quick, they're probably best known for doing like you know, Earth Defense Force, uh, Go, which is a soccer game. Uh, mm. King Arthur's work, um, uh, King Arthur's World, which is like an RPG type game. Utopia, which is like a, um, uh, which is like a Civ style game. Um, art. Um, uh, R-Type 3, uh, was, was one of the games that published in the science, like some other stuff, so, okay. but anyway, yeah, so, um, the game came, like, like, the game came out in Japan in April of 1993, it came out in North America in September of that year, and Europe also got it uh, later on that year, like, as well, too, so, um, this game, this game, this game also, uh, uh, this game also must have done, must have done well enough in Japan, uh, for it to, uh, Japan, because, because made an appearance, like, on the, as a Teleview system as well, too. Hmm. So, um, this is, so this is primarily an action game, a single player game where you're controlling a player, like, through, like, a top-down, a top-down view as you work through uh, stages, uh, various stages, like, uh, various stages, like, in a maze. Um, the, the, uh, um, so I'll let Joe here try to take a stab at trying to explain the gameplay here in a moment, because it's, um, but I will talk about the plot here real quick, because there's a plot, um, you know, it's a, you know, it's a very basic plot, a, a, a very basic plot that most action games have. Um, it's very Doom inspired, it seems like, because like, you know, it's like a group of people working in like a cybernetic, um, you know, virtual reality experiments in a fortified lab and something's gone wrong and like, you know, uh, so like, uh, 
Uh, so you're sending to find out what's going on and like, uh, going on like a store order. So like you are uh, you are uh, Agent Logan in the Western release. Uh, um, uh, uh, he actually was named uh, a hero, H I R O, in the Japanese release. Um, he's a warrior who's been uh, enhanced uh, through cybernetics uh, and other things. You have the super soldier, and he also wears a uh, heat-resistant suit that's red that makes him resistant to red bullets as well, too. So, um, so that's the actual. Uh, so that's the that's the story for the game for what it is. So, <laughs> the gameplay is probably this game's most shiny feature, and it's, uh, um, most like unique, like, unique part of the game. Uh, do you want to? So, so do you want to like, take a um, take a you know take a try trying to? I'm yeah, trying to like so- walk through the gameplay. I mean, at the heart of it, like, this is a top-down running gun. Uh, That's the best way to explain this. But also, like, this is, like, almost the perfect marriage between Metroid and Contra. So, uh, hear me out before you start yelling at your your headset (laughs) listening to me say that. But, um, you know, you find power-ups. Um you actually locate some and yeah, it's not like, you know, Metroid where you might have to defeat a boss to get that power up or whatever. Um, but there are certain areas where you find power ups and you'll get your upgrade and whatever. Um, and the cool thing is that you start off with a machine gun and a spread, um, like machine gun, but you can acquire a laser that can be reflected off of things, a flamethrower, and even missiles, um, which I only got the missiles once, but you know, that's me. Um, <laughs> and then you can also acquire side, uh, kind of like helpful items, which is, uh, you can get mines, which are, I don't know. I found them to be pointless because you have to pull, push on the directional that you want them to explode, um, when you lay them, but also like everything's moving when it happens. So you might, set it off and it's just going to go in the direction you chose, but the enemies might not be there anymore. Um, that's mm. always a possibility. So I always felt like the mines were kind of useless, but the m- most useful weapon in the game for sure, or power up would be the hologram. Um, I used the hologram. I don't know how many times, um, yes, yeah. because it was so useful. You pop the hologram out, obviously the enemies laser fire, all that's going to be directed towards that hologram, which either, A, can free you up to get to wherever you need to get to, or B, give you the opportunity to sneak up behind the enemy and destroy them without them uh, even knowing what happened. So, um, yeah. So, I like the Metroid aspect of it, where, like, some parts of the levels were kind of blocked off or inaccessible because you needed certain weapons or items to get there. Um, But this very much felt like Contra 3 a bit to me. Um where, you know, with the top-down um, run-and-gun type uh, gameplay, um, which I, you know, I know Contra 3 didn't just have that. That was, like, a special Mode 7 thing that they had. But, um, you know, th- that's very much the vibe I got here. Um, and this game is short, and that was one of the biggest disappointments for me in this game because I really enjoyed playing this game. Um, yeah. No. But it's it's super short, and I think you'll agree with me, Greg, like... This this game is uninspiring. There, it like the first like so. There's ten levels in the game, but like six of those or five of those levels are in the very same atmosphere in which you are in the first level. 
you're just moving like technically up and down as far as uh floors go and then you finally reach outside but like outside isn't really outside because it looks like it's a hologram being projected like you're on the hollow deck of the enterprise or something mm-hmm. um so like it was nice to get that change of scenery but also like it very much felt the same as the first level and that was another big gripe for me was i just felt like visually um it, it, it was no way to really discern like what level or where you were it was just more or less like oh here's more of the same do the same thing find you know the uh alien technology destroy it and you know move on yeah that's a pretty good summary so i'll agree with most of that uh so i also will add on the fact that um you know like i also uh, this game also, this game also is a little bit unique in the sense that while it is a running gun, it's not a pure running gun. Uh, as you move through the base, uh, your progress will be hindered sometimes. It, sometimes you either have to find a certain weapon or destroy something to unlock a door or a wall, whatever, to proceed. So the actions, like the action of the game tends to come like in, in waves. It's like, you know, it's like, it's like, um, to enter an area, you're frantically blasting everything for a couple minutes, then you, you then you spend a couple minutes like searching around, trying to find what to do next, uh, unlock the area, go on to the next area, rinse and repeat. Whether or not you enjoy that depends upon what kind of games you like. You know, because I said before, it, it, um, you know, it's a, um, this game is very unique in some ways by how it presents the gameplay. Um, if you want like pure action, you may be a bit bored by, uh, uh, bored by this, but for somebody who enjoys, you know, like, like Joe said, the Metroid comparison is apt, I think, because it's like, you're not always in an action Metroid either, so it's right. like, you know, so, um, so like you enjoy a more slower paced game, and your character does move a bit slow, so the analogy's apt there as well, too, but, um, you enjoy, um, you enjoy like a more slower paced game, this, uh, I mean, this is more like right up your, uh, not right up your alley, I think, but, um, so yeah, so the biggest, uh, the biggest gripe uh, I, I do have this game is the is it is the length. We'll talk about that like like more later on, I'm sure. But um, uh, difficulty of this game I felt was pretty good. I though I thought the game only gives you three continues, but I really didn't have to. Um, but I, like um, but I really uh, but I played the game. I only had to use one, so I thought the game was like not super easy, but it, it, uh, super easy, but it's more toward the easier scale of things. Yeah, I liked the fact that they give you three continues. That was nice. Um, you get a huge life bar. I was actually yes, shocked at nice. how big yeah. of a life bar they give you. And to be fair, I mean, once you kill something, it's dead. So if you do end up dying and you have to continue, everything that you've already killed is still dead. It doesn't True. respawn. So yeah. that is a plus. Um, that being said, though, there are times where I died at a boss area and they would kind of warp you back to pretty much the beginning of the level and then you're literally wandering around an empty level with nothing to do trying to remember how you got to the boss in the first place just to get to the boss and then have to fight him but i mean (laughs) other than that i mean that's these these are very small gripes um yes you know i i did like the fact that you could use left and right uh to kind of control your angle or aim for the shot and then be able to strafe um, you know, and this game is all about angles, all yes. about angles. Yeah. Um, a lot of the boss fights seem pretty easy because yeah, you might die because you got hit by, you know, 
the energy wave or bullets the first time around. But once you figure out that pattern, there is a, no pun intended, logical way to set up your aim so that you can strafe and not be hit by the boss and be able to destroy the boss pretty easily. So, Yeah, I agree about that. Uh, the controls of this game I thought were very good. Like, you know, controls definitely like not an issue. Oh, yeah, the, the controls are tight. Like, I was yeah. surprised at how, like, well this game handled. Um, yes. I didn't feel yeah. like it. Whenever I died... It it was I I felt it was my fault. It wasn't the yes, game's yeah. fault. The game yeah. is not cheap. The game is not working against you. Um, if you die, it's your fault. <laughs> it's either a yeah. you're not paying attention, or b you didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Totally. Agree. One hundred percent. Graphics are uh, graphics. Joe already touched on like a little bit. Uh, graphics this game. I um yeah, I think are a mixed bag. Um, I do agree with Joe the fact that a lot of it is like very like repetitive and kind of boring, like uninspired. Um, that said, there are. Um, uh, uh, that said, there are some nice touches. Uh, you know, there are, um, you know, there are those, there are, there are those, like those, uh, there are those, like flashing blue circles, so circles in the circles as you move, uh, in areas as you, as you move through the base, which represent like, I um, mean, you know, like rips, that rips yeah. like reality. Uh, as, as the corruption seeps in, which is, a, uh, um, which is a nice touch. I mean, I do like that a lot. Um, you know, the color, the color schemes are kind of bland, but the actual graphics themselves are very very detailed. Uh, um, 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 there's a very, like, you know, you know, you know, there's a very like nice detail, you know, there's a very like nice detail on you, uh, 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 um, you know, uh, you know, the enemies on the on the walls, the bosses. That's all, you know, that's all very well done. Yeah, and I wanted to wait until we got to the section to elaborate. So yes, like some of the backgrounds um, and colors are kind of like blah and repetitive. But if you like the first time you walk through a level, you're gonna notice all these very fine details on the wall, um, mm. on you know the different mechanics, the floor itself, on your character, on the enemies, and it looks fantastic. Um, but I just feel like some of those assets were reused a little too much. Yes. Um, and like I said, like the colors just kind of don't pop off. Which I guess kind of fits the motif because it's kind of got like an aliens vibe to it, and it's sure. supposed to be kind of like dark and brooding. So I get it, but at the same time, like uh, you know, I want some variety, and that's definitely I felt like something that was lacking here. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, the graphics are fantastic for what they are, um, and I do do agree. Like you know, it's very detailed in some spots. It's just like I said, I just feel you know some of it was kind of repeated a little too much in the. Colors were a bit muted. Sure. Yep. I definitely agree with that. Music was fine. I really don't. Um, so like, I know it's like, it's typical, it's, you know, typical like action, like action game music soundtrack. It's not, um, you know, it's not great by any means, but, uh, but, um, you know, but, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I'm, a matter of fact, I'm kind of hard pressed to even remember any of the music at this point, but, <laughs> um, it, it, it does a fine job, a fine job keeping retained while you're playing the game so i guess so i guess uh, yes yeah, so i guess the basic level that, that that's all you really need so yeah yeah so the game the music fits the game itself um but this is not one of those soundtracks you're going to be bumping in your car after the fact no which is a shame because like a lot of action games like great soundtracks like you know like, yeah uh, uh, like, like super smash tv contra um you know like um uh like gunstar heroes they all like excellent your excellent music and soundtracks, yep. but so this one, this one's not. So, I mean, 
this game, so like so overall, this game, knowing knowing now this game is a sequel to Forever by Zone, it makes like it makes like the like, um uh like makes kind of sense because the games are so similar like in many ways. But because this game, this game simply a bit larger, a bit more polished, you know, has better graphics, that kind of stuff. But it's like all three of these games, you know, including the Japanese only Game Boy game, they all, you know, they all um. Uh, they're all very, very similar. They all share the same DNA, and they all play pretty much roughly the same. Mm. And they all kind of have the same, um, you know, the same like pros and cons to them. Like, you know, like on, um, um, the like unique idea, like unique gameplay, uh, um, aspects, the aspects in some ways. Um, you know, decent challenge, but just like you know, like just too short. It's like it's, it's like I feel like I, I feel like this game was probably made by a team that the. Uh, um, um, uh, Jalico's B team. I just did the, you know, the, you know, you're just like, okay, we have six months, uh, before you need six months, uh, flight. We need you guys to help out on, uh, help out, have on this, like, huge, huge release. Like, let's, let you'll, 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 let's get busy. Um, let's have them crank some, right, know, right. Thing out, you know, like, in the meantime. So it's like, I mean, it's well done enough game. Don't get me wrong. Uh, um, you know, programmed, uh, programming wise, it's solid. Um, you know, you know, um, you know, Joe mentioned, you know, the crows are tight, the gameplay is fine. Um, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I like the, you know, I like the, the more methodical, slow paced, run and gun nature of, of this game. I, it's like, you know, just the main, you know, the overwhelming biggest drawback is just the, like, just the length. Like, you know, the average, you know, the average, uh, the average playtime of this game is about like 40 minutes, like every yeah. take. Um, and speedruns of this game have, uh, um, you know, the speedrun of this game is about half the time, like 20 minutes. So, um, it's like, I kind of wish this game had been, you know, this franchise had been continued because I think like, you know, um, you, 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 if there had been like a, a PlayStation entry or whatnot, you know, there's a lot like bigger and larger, mm. um, you know, you know, that would have been a lot of fun, especially like, you know, like different stages, different characters, that kind of stuff. So, but, um, you know, unfortunately this was it. This is the last game, you know, you know, this is the last game in the franchise. So, um. And really, that and really, and, and, and really that and, and really that short and really that short that short length is really the only is the biggest complaint I have. Uh, yeah. The other complaints I have the, um, the other complaints I have this game like are all like small nitpicks. Um, yep. You know, you know, like Joe mentioned, you know, the graphics the graphics can be a bit bland, like an uninspiring. Um, two player mode would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but um, you know the difficulty the difficulty could have been increased a little bit, I think. But um, you know, but those are like small points. It's like you know, and like I said. Whether or not whether or not you like the game depends upon you know even more um you 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 depends on more tolerant 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 like the more slower paced running gun uh, uh, type the type of gameplay that um you you something you know something like Metroid offers so right. um having said all that I um having said all that I you know I you know I I did have fun with this game so I did enjoy it like while it lasted you know if you enjoy games like this type and you have a Switch. You know, by all means, check it out. I mean, like, you know, it'll be a short gameplay, but I think you'll enjoy the gameplay, um, you know, like, while it lasts. Yep, and I agree. I totally recommend this game. And actually, I even recommend uh, checking out the Game Boy game because uh, while we were just talking, I just kind of popped it on my little handheld emulator and had to check it out. So it's a little more difficult because, like, you don't have that fixed... uh, angle to be able to shoot like you, you yes, have to yeah. really line up yeah. and you take damage pretty quickly um but that being said it definitely reminds me of uh something you know those old school nes games that are you know nes hard as we say 
Um, yes. So, yeah, I really enjoyed this for what it was. Um, like Greg said, um, it's nitpicks. It really is. And, like, you know, if both of us are saying that the biggest downfall to this game is the length um, and it being too short then uh, that should that's a, a testament to how good this game is that you know both of our complaints are that it's too short there should have been more of it um and that you should definitely check this out and if you have a switch you have no excuse as to why uh you are not checking it out yes because the nes and super nes simulation collections of the switch are available like available like the basic uh you know like the basic like the basic like the basic that description, but I think most people probably have. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so and if you don't, but, I mean, it's twenty dollars for an entire year. You should have. Yes. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. So, um, this is very kind of a surprise. The games even on the Switch, to be honest with you, because it's like you know, Jalico is no longer around. Uh, their games have been, uh, you know, games have been acquired by their company, but there are other Jalico games on there as well too, including the awful, like you know, like um, uh, oh, what's that terrible fighting game that they did? Um, oh, uh. Uh, Turf Wars, I think it's called. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. You know, there are other Jalico games on there too, and I'm like, Turf Wars. Why the hell are you on here? You suck. But, <laughs> um, so obviously, obviously, Nintendo got a deal with the company that has that has has, yeah. has the Jalico rights these days to to put also games out there. But, future spoiler so. for Turf Wars. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will avoid covering that game for as long as possible if I can help it because <laughs> there are so many other better fighting games on the system. But so. But uh, yeah, that yeah yeah that, yeah that's what I said before. Jalco Jalco's track records all over the place. They had some really great games. They also had some really like horrible games. So, um, but yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah. So yeah, this is yeah yeah this yeah this is yeah this is definitely a pleasant surprise to find on the Switch. So like you know like I said before, you know you know they enjoy games of this type like you know like Contra, Metroid, you know whatever, and don't mind the slower pace to the so the uh, you know the slower the, the slower action pace of it. You know by all means check it out. Like you know you'll be done in an hour probably, but. Uh, you know, it's a fun game like while it lasts. So, um, this would have been ideal for Rento back in the day, I think, because it's like, you know, nobody, yes. I can't see anybody really being happy they had gotten the game for Christmas or whatever, whatnot, especially if it was like one of the like, only games. It's like, oh yeah. God, but, <laughs> uh, but a Rento, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, this would have been, yeah, this would have been like a fun weekend in Rento, I think, but, so. Agreed. But, uh, uh, you know, and the box cover art shows like pretty nice, I think, too, so, um, so, like, I'll also give some points to it, like, for that, um, you know, like, as well, you know, like, as well, too, so, but, anyway, um, our thoughts on the game pretty much matched other, like, um, uh, matched other reviews of, like, this game, both, uh, like, both contemporary, like, modern ones, um, they all give the game, like, average scores, average ratings, they also, uh, uh ratings, and, you know, they all said the same things that we did, um, pretty much. You know, the average score, the, the average score for the game is hovering around, like, you know, like, 70%, like, you know, like, you know, three and a half out of five stars, uh, mm-hmm. uh, 70%, 60, 70%, 60%, so, you know, like, a- average range, which, again, kind of matches uh, matches what we said, and their comments also kind of mirror, like, what we said about the game, too, anyway, like, pros and cons, so, um, I, I, so I guess it's not, like, a huge shock, we're actually, um, but, uh, uh, there's no cheats with this game, um, so, and if you want the game, uh, it's it's fairly it's um. I don't think this game was made in large amounts, but I think because the game is pretty much unknown, uh, the game can be had for a relatively, you know, relatively cheap price. Uh, cart prices 
covers this range wildly. But see, I mean, price prices for this game are not that much more expensive, and it seems like you know, seems like much more "quote unquote" stable. So, um, you know, whether so, so like, if you want a physical copy, whether you get cart versus CIB depends upon your patience. I think, I think at this point, um, eighteen copies. This game had been were recently listed at the time of um, the time of doing research research on this in September of 2022. A 15 copies had sold recently. These prices include shipping. Uh, like I said before, there was a wide range of car car prices. Car prices that the game sold anywhere from fifteen dollars to fifteen dollars to sixty one dollars. So um, CIB prices were CIB prices price were not that much more expensive. Uh, seventy five seventy five seventy dollars for the game complete. Uh, there was even there, there was even still a copy of the game so recently for like for relatively cheap by sealed standards five hundred dollars. Yeah, so it looks like uh, on top of you should play it for the Switch. Um, it's cheap enough. You should just you know pick it up for the Super Nintendo if you have a Super Nintendo. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, like you know, like that you know you know that you know that the fifty dollar copy of the game was like been an um it was a bit of an outlier because it was a rental a former a former 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 rental copy of copy with a bit of a label damage but yeah. you know still um a super nice car for car for that price is not bad. So. Not bad at all. Anyway, so uh yeah that's that's Operation Logic Bomb. Um you know like uh interesting you know interesting game. Um you know like I would have loved to see the uh, new. I would have loved to have seen the concept continued, like in uh, uh, later systems. But um, yeah, just like you know, like Joe said, you know, the you know the biggest gripe we have this game is the short length, and that's not really, um, you know, it's not really the game's fault directly in and of itself. So, right. uh, but yeah, so yeah, uh, definitely, you know, if you have, you know enjoy games this type and have a Switch, by all means, check it out. So you may have overlooked the game nearly um, uh, on the collection, just your collection, just like Joe Joe did. So. Not to not to put you on blast, Joe. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. So anyway, next time on this podcast, we're podcast we're covering one of the heavy hitters of the system for sure. So uh, we already had covered uh, had covered way back when with George uh, Breath of Fire two, but we never looked at the original game. So Joe and I are going to be covering Breath of Fire next time. Yeah. So, so this is a game. Yeah, this is a game I've not played in a long time. So I was, uh, I, I, I'm gonna have to go back. Uh, go back and refresh my memory on it. This because... is a game I've never played. So my really? experience. So... Yeah, a little <laughs> a little tidbit before we sign off. Uh, so my experience with the Breath of Fire franchise was literally the PlayStation with Breath of Fire three, okay, and yeah. uh, then Breath of Fire four, and it hasn't expanded from those two games. Um, so this will be my first time, uh, going backwards and yeah, I've yeah. heard so many bad things about the, the sequels after four that I don't think I'll ever touch any of those, but, um, yeah, <laughs> I definitely want to see the Genesis, uh, of the franchise for sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, like I have played and beat like all four, well, the first four Breath of Fire games. Yeah, and I believe that the I, th- I think the GBA re-released every Breath of Fire did add some uh, uh, did add some extra features. I'm trying to remember now. It's been a while, but so because I was playing on the GBA like way back when. Okay. But I'll have to check that out again. But anyway, that'll be the next podcast. So, um, you know, as always, we very much as always like we very much appreciate you listening to the podcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can also send me an email if you want to. Uh, that email is the SNES Podcast Yahoo.com. Joe, where can they reach you at? You can find me on Twitter at J-O-E-S-U-X-3-0. Um, also, you can find me on Facebook. I'm very public there. 
And then, uh, I guess since I'm reviving it, I might as well, uh, plug the Radical Retro Roundup, uh, which can be found on Facebook, um, and eventually Twitter, and eventually will be added into YouTube. So, stay tuned. <laughs> okay. Sounds awesome. So, all right, everybody. We appreciate you uh, listening to the podcast as always. Um, we'll see you again next time. And this time, you know, like, no more, no more, uh, hiatuses unless they're actually like unplanned this time. So, <laughs> but, so, uh, as always, uh, as always, as always, we appreciate you turning into us. And uh, have a good day, everybody. Stay safe and be well. Bye. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep of power.